and happy holidays. Welcome to another festive episode of Chasing Childhood, a weekly podcast where we revisit our childhood favorite movies and video games to see if they still hold up as adults. Today's episode is extra special because not only are we celebrating the holidays, but we're also celebrating Steph's birthday. Happy early 21st birthday (laughs) and congrats on finally being legal. (laughs) How do you feel? Man, I wish it was my 21st birthday again. (laughs) Hey, it's the anniversary of your 21st birthday. Yeah. It's not another birthday. It's It's just uh, an anniversary. The seventh anniversary of my 21st birthday. (laughs) Well, how did your last year treat you? Well, my last year was still half spent or most spent in a pandemic. So, <laughs> um, <laughs> so good. So all good things. All, all good, good things. things. All good things. <laughs> it's been an interesting year. A lot of growth, a lot of interesting personal developments. And yeah, just looking forward to mm-hmm. the next year and everything else to come. All right. And anything planned for the next year other than growing older? <laughs> a lot of naps. Just like constant senior citizen status I want to I want to perfect the art of being able to fall asleep wherever I am like I want to be able to just be sitting anywhere and just like conk out like that's what I want (laughs) honestly it's an art form it is (laughs) but I love that for you and I feel like both of us are kind of like that TikTok that's like um, I'm just gonna eat bread and desserts and get all fat and sassy (laughs) (laughs) literally It's what we deserve. It is. So for today's holiday slash birthday episode, we will be rewatching and reviewing the 1996 film Jingle All the Way. And as usual, we'll be giving some fun facts and background info about the making of this film. Then we will welcome back a very special guest host, Tyler, to play a game and afterwards decide if Jingle All the Way still puts us in the festive spirit 25 years after its release. Jingle All the Way is a 1996 American Christmas family comedy film directed by Brian Levant and written by Randy Cornfield. His last name's Cornfield? Okay. I love that. (laughs) (laughs) Randy Cornfield. The film was released on November 22nd, 1996 and distributed by 20th Century Fox. The film stars Arnold Schwarzenegger, Sinbad, Phil Hartman, Rita Wilson, Jim Belushi, and Jake Lloyd and draws inspiration from the high demand for Christmas toys such as the Cabbage Patch Kids and Mighty Morphin Power Rangers in the late 80s and early 90s. It's so funny because I was kind of thinking that Turbo Man kind of looks like a Power Ranger, but... Yeah, we were saying that when we watched the movie. We were like, he he's giving Power Ranger vibes. Right. So Jingle All the Way made $12.1 million in its first weekend, opening at number four behind Star Trek First Contact, Space Jam, and Ransom. It went on to gross $129 million worldwide on a $75 million budget. And despite receiving highly negative critic reviews and a few Razzie nominations, this film was apparently popular enough to be followed by a sequel in 2014 starring Larry the Cable Guy. (laughs) I don't know if that's a compliment, but it's Larry the Cable Guy. (laughs) I know. I'm like, is it popular enough for that? Or like, were they just kind of like, this needs to go. Yeah, just (laughs) spoofing on it. (laughs) It's been buried. Let's add some extra dirt. 
And this film not only received negative critic and audience reviews, but also a lawsuit. (laughs) Apparently, in 1998, Murray Hill Publishing sued 20th Century Fox for stealing the idea for Jingle All the Way from a screenplay they had purchased from high school teacher Brian Webster. Murray Hill president Bob Laurel had bought the script from Webster in 1993 and sent it to Fox and other studios in 1994, but received no response and claimed the idea was copied by Cornfield, who was Fox's script reader at the time (laughs) the tea yeah in 2001 fox was found guilty of stealing the idea and ordered to pay 19 million to murray hill with webster to receive a portion however bob laurel died a few months after the verdict before receiving any of the money and then in that's so crazy (laughs) i know right Then, in 2004, the verdict itself was quashed altogether after a judge decided the idea was not stolen, as Fox had bought Cornfield's screenplay before he or anybody else at Fox had read Webster's. That is insane. Wow. I mean... Mm, what do i believe that <laughs> no i don't i, I really <laughs> not think, at all yeah no there's just too many coincidences i don't i don't trust it <laughs> like what dude that's 1998 and then in 2004 that's mean they that means they had six years to be able to like move stuff around yeah, well, more than that, because this film came out in 1996. Yeah. And even before then, they had gotten it in 1993. So, like... Yeah. That Oh, timeline... but I meant, like, I meant, like, in the timeline of them being sued, and then it, like, getting, getting squashed, like, the whole thing being, like, oh, never mind. You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah. Like, that's six years. That's still a really long time to be able to, like, hide everything or, oh, like, cover yeah. up yourself. A hundred percent. A hundred percent. Wow, wow, wow. Wow. Hollywood's, <laughs> Hollywood's dirty tricks. Yeah, that's insane. So if you have not seen this stolen film since the <laughs> 90s, or if you have never seen this, here's a plot summary written by someone named, quote unquote, Adam on IMDb. Thank you, Adam. <laughs> they got really creative with that with that screen name. They're nowhere close to Jay Welch. <laughs> <laughs> he got nothing on Jay Welch. When Howard misses his son's karate practice, he makes peace by promising his son a Turbo Man doll for Christmas. What Howard doesn't know is that every other child wants the doll as well. On the day of Christmas Eve, Howard must compete against a deranged postal worker as well as con artist Santa's, the police, and almost every parent in town to get his son the cherished toy. But while Howard is going insane trying to find the doll, his son is wondering where his father is, and his neighbor is putting the moves on his wife. (laughs) Yep, that's it. (laughs) So much happens in one day in this movie. (laughs) Not bad, Adam. Not bad. Not bad. (laughs) All right, well, let's jump into our fun facts. Yeah, let's get into our holiday fun facts. So the first one is about Christmas. So Xmas isn't a recent term. The word actually dates back to the mid-1500s and gets its root from the Greek letter X, which is the first letter in the Greek spelling of Christ. So it's literally just Greek, just Christmas, but it's Xmas because it's wild. (laughs) That's wild. It's just shortened, I guess. I always thought it was just shorthand that like our grandparents made up like in their generation and we've all just been using (laughs) Right. It's like how Christina Aguilera is like, I'm ex-Tina. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> like, exactly. 
But I remember so many people were like, put Christ back in Christmas. Jokes on them. It Jokes was, on them. It was there the whole time. The whole time. You just need to know Greek. <laughs> it never left. <laughs> so our next fun fact is about Hanukkah. Apparently Hanukkah is not specifically mentioned in the Torah since the story happened after the Torah was written. Oh, interesting. Interesting. All right. Okay. Okay. <laughs> Fun facts. <laughs> Fun facts. Here to here to educate. The more us. you know. <laughs> <laughs> So my last holiday fun fact is about Kwanzaa. There aren't very many Kwanzaa movies out there, but apparently The Black Candle is a documentary film that is great for Kwanzaa observers and the Kwanzaa curious alike. There are also TV episodes of A Rugrats Kwanzaa and an Everybody Hates Chris episode called Everybody Hates Kwanzaa for more lighthearted holiday fun. So all I'm hearing is that there really needs to be more Kwanzaa movies out there. A hundred percent. There really does. Yeah, like that's insane that that's really it. I may go watch Rugrats Kwanzaa. <laughs> right? I may I'm go like, do I want to watch The Black Candle. Yeah, let's do it. And also, guys, as we said before, if we got anything wrong about Hanukkah or Kwanzaa, definitely let us know. Yes, they are not religions that we are currently a part of. So we would yeah. love to be corrected or get any information that you guys have. Exactly. And send us your traditions as well. Yes. So our first fun fact about Jingle All the Way is that the Minneapolis-St. Paul areas were chosen for filming because the producers figured that he had the longest winter. However, when they filmed in Los Angeles Universal Studios for the big parade over a three-week span, it was the typical hot California weather, like on the verge of summer. Sinbad said he remembered it was 100 degrees on the days when he wore the Dementor costume and the water in his helmet started to boil. That's wild. Oh my God. It also is crazy to me that a lot of movies do this, but they'll film half on the original location and then half yeah. on their studio lots. And I think maybe it just saves money to like film on a studio lot. But at the same oh, time, sure. I'm also like, why? You have <laughs> Minneapolis. Right. Maybe it costs more to like rope off an entire street of Minneapolis to do this. But yeah, wild. Yeah. I mean, that completely makes sense. But it's also like, wouldn't it cost a lot to also move production? Right. Like to move everything and just like the travel expenses. I, I wonder know. what the actual difference is. Yeah. Like maybe the cost is just so much less to do it on a film lot where you have control over everything. And, you know, right. I don't know. That's wild. Yeah. They're like, we've saved two dollars. Let's <laughs> do it in L.A. <laughs> Literally. All right. And my last fun fact is that the Turbo Man doll was briefly a real toy, what? but only 200,000 toys were ever shipped and sold at Walmart shops for $25. They would have made more dolls, but as Fox's president of licensing and merchandising explained to Entertainment Weekly, there were only six and a half months to produce and promote Turbo Man toys, and it usually takes well over a year. Wow. Insane. But maybe that's what you guys get for stealing someone's story. Yeah. And <laughs> right? Trying to make dolls out of it. I also wonder like how much those toys run for now, now that I feel like people like this movie a lot more. Oh yeah, and it's been 25 years and there's only yeah. 200,000 of them. I bet they're pretty expensive. Right. I'm curious. We'll have to look I'm it up curious. after this. <laughs> All right. Well, we're going to jump into our game. I'm so nervous. <laughs> so we're going to play a little game. And to give Lex some competition, I would like to welcome back one of our favorite recurring guest hosts, my husband, Tyler. Woo! Hello. 
<laughs> Welcome back, Tyler. Thank you, thank you. Happy to be back. You're going down. <laughs> oh, are we are we competing? Yeah, you guys, this is a yeah. game. <laughs> oh, I had no idea. Oh, excellent. Yeah. <laughs> he was just happy to be included, honestly. <laughs> right? So in honor of Steph's birthday, she put together a game for us, and I have no idea what to expect, and I'm very nervous. <laughs> yeah, so this is one of those you two competing to see who knows me better, but it's Christmas oh God. So it's oh things God. about me and my love of Christmas, or hatred of things about Christmas, that you guys have to see what you guys know better. The Nightmare Before Christmas. Are we doing, like, <laughs> one at a time, just so that we're not, like, both yelling? No, I think you both should yell. Okay, oh, okay. just first one to buzz in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Warning, warning to family all feud. headphone users out there. This is your disclaimer. You only get one. Don't worry. I'll turn it down in editing. <laughs> I need to be heard, Steph. Leave it up. All right, all right. So here we go. First question. Okay. And I, I don't know how hard these are, so if you guys don't get them, I'm going to be really them. sad. <laughs> but do if you, you don't know the answers, I'm going to be sad. <laughs> oh, I'll my guess. gosh. Okay. First question. What is my least favorite Christmas song? Christmas Shoes. Ooh, you is got it. Is it really? That was so quick. Yes, he's right. Yeah, because it's really like depressing and it, sad, right? Yeah, it's so depressing. Yeah, it's very depressing and sad. It makes me really, really upset. So I hate that song and I always turn the channel when it comes <laughs> on. I'm pretty sure that's like your only song that you don't like. Yeah, yeah. I think yeah. that is the only one that I really just like can't stand when it plays. <laughs> Steph really doesn't want her heart to grow three sizes. She's I mean, I like, don't to, make like, me feel. I don't want people dying on Christmas. Like, it makes right. me very sad. <laughs> okay. If I were served a three-course meal for Christmas in lieu of gifts, what would each of those courses be? French uh, toast. hash, roast beast. <laughs> uh, Spaghetti. <laughs> Neither one of you has been correct yet. <laughs> Spaghetti. Is, is this French a reference toast. to something, or are you just asking no, I'm just us asking. to yeah. choose your if three favorite? My three. If I could have a three-course meal for Christmas dinner, yeah, what would I have? Green bean casserole. Not turkey. <laughs> Not turkey. Turkey is napkins. <laughs> Mac and cheese. <laughs> you guys are taking this so seriously. <laughs> I know. I know you love. Hold breakfast. on. My first guess was who hash. <laughs> I like. I'm trying to. I'm trying to pick up what you're putting down here. Right. And he can see you, so like he's he can, can read I, your can bodily emotions. You can get a hint that it's I literally just put my favorite things. <laughs> Pancakes, spaghetti, and I don't know what for dessert. Lex is on the right track <laughs> in okay. terms of theme here. Sushi, Chipotle. What? What's the third course? Wait, uh, is he right? And <laughs> he's right so oh, far. <laughs> he's a stop. Third one. Well, I got two out of three, which means I already win, even if Lex gets the third one. What a burger. Well, the third course is always dessert. Ice cream. <laughs> like just cookies or brownies? Milk. Yeah. <laughs> I would accept chocolate. I don't know. <laughs> well, was that the answer? Is yeah. chocolate? Yeah, the just answer? chocolate. Okay. I am failing okay. miserably. <laughs> chocolate. Okay. If I could be any character in any Christmas May, holiday or holiday movie, who would I be? Martha if May. I could be any character. Martha Lexi May. Lexi says Martha May. Jack Skellington. Both of you were wrong. Uh, but we were like right Sally. Now. Yeah, those are like second and three. Like second and third. Is it Sally? No. Hans Gruber? I can't believe neither of you... <laughs> Hans Gruber? <laughs> I can't believe neither of you has gotten this. Uh, Come on. The Grinch? Nope. 
<laughs> Come on. Uh, uh, what's his name from from Home Alone? Marv. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the Wet Bandits, both no. of them. Those are my last two brain cells. That's not what. No. The answer is Snow Miser. What? Why would that? Why? Because he's the funniest character of all Christmas movies. I am so shocked. That I am pronouncing the H and what? Both of you will get what? a point for Jack Skellington and Martha May because they are second Thank and third. You. So Thank I will you. give that to you. <laughs> oh my I told gosh. you, these are hard. I didn't think you guys are going to get these. <laughs> Everything is a lie. You both have, I think Tyler has three points. Lex has one. <laughs> I have like half a point. You're doing great. <laughs> if I were Santa Claus, what type of cookie would I want to be left out for me on Christmas Eve? Sugar. Chocolate chip. Tyler was again uh, correct. <laughs> Sugar cookies, Lexi, please. I don't. I don't know. We just established that Steph likes chocolate. <laughs> That's true. I need to. I, I need or, context uh, clues. I need to read Oreos. the room. Oreos would be a good guess. I'd also accept peanut butter blossoms. I think those are so good. I was just thinking like sugar cookies the... because of the ones, the ones from like Pillsbury that have the the marks on them. The ones that have like Christmas trees and elf and stuff on them. Those are banging. Oh yeah, no, I'm not a sugar cookie person. I love, I love anything with peanut butter, anything with chocolate. God, Lexi, it's like you're not even married to her. I know, right? <laughs> I'd hope not. She's my cousin. So. <laughs> <laughs> That's illegal and frowned upon. Sweet okay. home Alabama. <laughs> Sorry to anyone who listens from Alabama. <laughs> Tyler, Tyler's offending our listeners. <laughs> Hey, they can find me. <laughs> now, I'm going to skip to the last one because I don't think that the second to last one is fair. So I'm going to skip to the last one. The, oh, this one no. will be The other one will be a bonus question. So the oh, last no. one. I've tried Black Friday shopping in the past, but I could only do it once. What's the crazy thing that happened to make me never go back? Someone stole your money? Well, there was a fight. I feel like I feel like I remember that there was like a fight out in front of the Target or the Walmart that you were at yeah, or something. Yeah, who is in the fight? <laughs> You. Oh. <laughs> yeah, wait, hold on. Were you? No, you were I verbally accosted a woman in line outside of a Kohl's because oh, she no. cut me and my cancer-ridden mother in line. Oh, and no. I accosted her. And I've never been back because my mom was like, I cannot go back shopping with you. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my gosh. To be fair, she was also a Karen, and so she was also accosting oh, like no. the retail employees at the front who were like, we're not opening the store yet. So I was like, you're terrible. And so I verbally assaulted her, and then she went to the back of the line. So. <laughs> I believe we can call those Howards looking for a Turbo Mandal. Are you yeah. sure it wasn't uh, Arnold Schwarzenegger looking for a Turbo Mandal? <laughs> I love that. <laughs> no, she was definitely a lady, but I love this. Wow. 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 <laughs> Wow, that's so great. I'm at a yes. loss so for words. Is that a, is that a handy victory in the, for <laughs> do you, Team Tyler? Do you Tyler? need us to announce that you are yes, the victor? Yes, I do. <laughs> the bonus question. There's a bonus. Tyler, I feel like, shouldn't answer this one just because oh, he's no. going to know the answer because he lives with me. Okay. Oh, no. All right, that's not Lex, fair. Lex, this will be for you, Lex. Okay. When I was a kid, I collected Barbie Christmas ornaments. Oh, now God. that I'm an adult, what's the theme of my ongoing ornament collection? Oh, God. <laughs> I'm looking at the tree right behind us, and I actually still don't know the answer to this. Can I have a hint? Can I phone a friend? Tyler, can I phone you? <laughs> <laughs> Tyler, what do you see on the tree? <laughs> uh, so I think I might have a guess, and I'm willing to uh, I'm willing to give you a hint. Okay. Small 
creatures <laughs> that are always very well dressed. <laughs> what kind of hint was that? <laughs> what the F? Small Arctic creatures. Penguins? Yes. Oh, come on. You could have gotten penguins from... It's called Hallmark's Playful Penguins, and they are just three penguins doing little winter activities. And every year they have a new one. (laughs) Oh, my gosh. I love that for you, and I also am concerned for you at the same time. They're cute. (laughs) Well, I did fantastic, guys. I think you both did great. (laughs) This was entertaining for me. This was the best birthday gift for me. Like anything. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> this was excellent i loved congrats. every moment of this congrats you have a healthy marriage <laughs> congrats so just to be clear i won yeah yeah yeah, yeah. Good, good, good. yeah. i had like half Use a the point, validation Tyler. come on i give you i give you two points buddy <laughs> it's like it's like six to two <laughs> All right, well, let's Nailed get into it. our rewatch because Tyler was super excited that we're doing this one this week. Yeah, I requested it. You sure did. <laughs> how much did we watch this as kids? I'm curious to see how much Tyler watched this. Uh, a whole lot. <laughs> I mean, when you talk about a Christmas movie that a little boy would actually like, yeah, the central character, well, the central character, I guess, is Arnold Schwarzenegger and, you know, the dad's journey to get the toy. Yeah. But certainly just like... I don't know. It's uh, the humor was right up, right up the alley of a little boy, mm-hmm. where uh, you know there was no like gross feelings or warm and fuzzies. It was just, haha, Arnold Schwarzenegger is trying to get this toy and he's getting punched by Sinbad. Right. Uh-huh, look at him, <laughs> he got tased. Right. You're like, there's superheroes. <laughs> by an army of Santa Clauses. There's superheroes. There's action. There's like, yeah, everything. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. I love yeah. that. So my my dad, my brother, and I can all quote, and we still to still to this day quote this movie all the time. They oh, do. Howard, can, your can, wife's cookies. Can confirm. Can confirm. <laughs> Stuff's like, no, thank you. Don't touch the cookie. Yeah. <laughs> Put it down. My sister thought that the entire time we were doing this episode, I was just gonna break out in my horrible Arnold Arnold Schwarzenegger impression. Tyler is such a good one, and he only breaks it out, like, at random moments. I love and so that. I'm so glad we're doing an episode <laughs> where he can do it. <laughs> yes. I always, like, I try to do it, but then I end up sounding like Jurgen from, like, Fairly Odd Parents. <laughs> <laughs> so, Lex, how much did you watch this as a kid? I hadn't watched this until about, like, five years ago. Oh, wow. Yeah. It never really appealed to me. I like I was never into like Arnold Schwarzenegger movies. I just I remember seeing the trailer as a kid and I was like, eh, eh. Like, you know, Steph and I were like, Wait, show me the princesses, show me the nutcracker. <laughs> like at least I was. I don't know. Um, what about you? Yeah, I definitely actually watched this a lot. <laughs> really? Uh, yeah, my dad was big into Arnold Schwarzenegger. We watched this. We watched, what is it, The Kindergarten Cop? We watched, yeah, we watched a lot of Arnold Schwarzenegger movies. So 
you know, I've never Terminator seen that one. from too young of an age. Um, so <laughs> yeah, I I watched this quite a bit, um, and this was always one of our holiday favorites. We didn't watch it, I think, as much as we watched like the Santa Claus or like Home right. Alone or any of the other '90s movies. But it was definitely if we were sitting in the living room and my dad was like, "Do you want to watch Jingle All the Way?" We'd be like, "Yeah, we do." That's so funny. <laughs> was there ever a toy that either of you wanted as bad as like the little boy wanted Turbo Man? Like, did your parents ever go out and have to deal with any of that craziness just to get you a toy? Yes. My dad, apparently, the same year that this came out, my dad went out and had to find me a Furby because apparently three-year-old Stephanie, like, needed a Furby, like, was desperate (laughs) for a Furby. And, like, my dad... thing of nightmares. (laughs) Yeah. So my dad, bless him, went out and braved this and literally pulled... I think that's why he likes this movie so much is it gives him, like, war flashbacks. Right. Um, But he literally went out and did the same thing thing and had to had to get me a Furby and apparently I played with it like one or two times and it was so scary I like never played with it oh my god you did the man dirty I did I mean they look so cute on tv and then you get them in person and they don't stop singing while you sleep and it's creepy yeah I mean at least she didn't give the at least she didn't give the Furby away (laughs) Jamie um (laughs) what about you guys Um, I don't think so. I think the only thing I ever really like wanted was a Nintendo DS. But even then, I think by the time that came out, it wasn't really that crazy out because they were kind of expensive. They were. Yeah, they were the hot ticket item because they everything had just moved away from like Game Boy Advance. And now it was like Nintendo DS. And it was like, oh, this is so cool. It's got a touch screen. And then you had to buy all like the little the little games that went with it, too. Yeah. I think it pretty much like weaned out the people who couldn't afford it. And then mm-hmm. the people who could like probably went crazy for it. But oh, 100%. Um, what about, what you, about Ty? you, Tyler? So there was never one specific toy that I can there remember. There was many. <laughs> but I will say that as far as I can remember, one, I still believed in Santa Claus. Spoiler mm-hmm. alert. Um, <laughs> I would flip through like the Lego catalog and oh write down gosh. like way too many Lego sets, probably Aww. like 10, 15 Lego sets. And of course, then like I'd get one or two and I'd still be happy with it. But right. certainly I was an ambitious kid when it came to being like, and then I want the Lego city and then I want the Lego like Batman and then I want the Lego Star Wars. <laughs> that makes me really happy inside because though. I used to do the same thing, go through the Lego catalog and write down which Lego sets I wanted. I think my mom was Aww. actually like low key real mad one day and like just wanted me to like just wanted to get rid of that stupid catalog because mm-hmm. it just kicked kept giving me more ideas like oh but then what about this one this one and of course all she saw was like ninety dollars a hundred dollars one hundred ten dollars like yeah <laughs> stop it for our first anniversary of dating i got tyler a lego set oh my our first christmas yeah i love that very true <laughs> what was it it was star wars it was star wars themed yeah gotcha it was it I was think a... it was something from the clone wars yeah i think so yeah and did but... you put it together already he put it together and kept it in his room for a while. I think it's gone now, but uh, it might still be in my parents' basement somewhere. But yeah, yeah. But yeah Honestly, he kept it for a while. Someone got Maya a Lego set last year of like Santa's workshop, and I'm not kidding. I Aww. spent I spent like five hours on this thing, and <laughs> it has not left the shelf because I refuse to take it down with how much time I put on it. Like it's there <laughs> all year round. <laughs> I low-key really love Legos so I much. I do, too. Like, I love them as a kid, and I still love them now. And if a kid asked me to help them build, like, a three-hour, like, Lego set, yeah. I absolutely would sit there and do it. 
And not only that, but I would be like, are you done? Are you done? Like, can I do yeah, it are by you myself done? now? I want to play with it now. <laughs> <laughs> Don't you want to go play with your other toys? I'll do it for you. Exactly. <laughs> oh my so gosh. Do you guys have any nostalgic memories of watching this as a kid? No, because I didn't really watch it as a kid. What about you? What was your favorite part? Yeah, I mean, uh, like I said, we have between my brother and my dad and I, we quote it all the time. Right. So I don't think that it, I don't think it ever really ascended to like a Christmas classic sort of way where mm-hmm. it's like, oh, we have to watch it every year. But right. certainly whenever it came on, I can remember like uh, one thing that my parents did when I was growing up was we had an unfinished basement and then they finished it. Yeah. And then so they installed basically like one side of the basement was more or less a movie room. Mm. And I do remember going down there and like eating popcorn and whatnot and uh, one of the movies that would tend to win, uh, my poor mom would always get outvoted <laughs> with whatever right. whatever she might have wanted to watch. Right. Um, but so I'm sure that that was one of the ones that ended up getting voted on by my brother Aww. and I. That's and so what cute. was your favorite part when you were little? Do you remember? Oh, just anything involving Arnold Schwarzenegger getting like <laughs> phys- physical comedy. Yeah. Any yeah. physical comedy, just him running getting run over by the reindeer. Right. I didn't even really know what beer was, but I laughed when the reindeer burped when he drank it. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, uh, when when he like kicked the um, the burning wise man out of the oh house when it was on fire when he tried to steal the turbo man out from under the tree. Yeah, yeah. anything like that was tended yeah. to be a pretty slam dunk. Right. My favorite was absolutely the Santa warehouse where one Santa came out with nunchucks and then the other one. And I said it to Tyler. He will tell you when we were watching it. I was like, oh, the big guy's coming out. And, <laughs> yeah. Before he came out, I was like, I'm going to deck your halls, bub. Yeah. That was my favorite part as a kid. Like I always remember the big Santa. Right. <laughs> oh my gosh. That is too funny. So I guess let's get into our rewatch because I, <laughs> I don't know about you guys, but I thought this movie was like really funny, but I was like, is it over yet? Like at certain parts, I was like, uh, I don't know. Like, I feel like this could have been over halfway through <laughs> like, the part where he ended up in the Santa, um, the Santa like con man like a whole factory thing um that they had going on and he like handed him a spanish santa that just like only spoke spanish <laughs> i was like i mean i would have taken it and given it to my son like without a second thought but he like opened the box and all the pieces came out i was like well i would have given it to him <laughs> like you would have given your child a toy that's literally falling apart yeah <laughs> I tried. <laughs> it's better than nothing. So Lex gave up. She gives up halfway through the movie. And I, the worst part is I would probably like hot glue it back together. And be yeah. Like, Lex, Lex takes Lex takes the divorce. She takes the child disappointment. Yeah. She's like, you know what? It's not worth it. I take the L and I'm like, you know what? Something's better than nothing. Like, yeah. <laughs> so I do get what Lex is saying, yeah. though. Like there are a lot of movies where I'm thinking of like another modern classic, which is Elf. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And Elf has a ton of twists and turns in the plot. Jingle All the Way's plot is Arnold Schwarzenegger needs a toy and that's it. Yeah. It never evolves or it never, there's never like a, whatever, a build up or a climax or anything. Right. It's just always him chasing after the toy and that's it. Right. So I guess I can get if you're trying yeah. to watch it for the plot. Right. Right. You don't, you don't watch it for that. You watch it just for the <laughs> crazy, wacky scenarios he finds himself in right. and not the, uh, 
the deeper story because it is just one note. Right. Yeah. Something that we noticed throughout it that Tyler kept pointing out, as he always does when we watch these, we're watching it and Tyler's making a list of all of the major felonies that he oh commits within gosh. the span of like five hours. Right? I mean, assaulting a police officer, yeah. driving on the shoulder of the road, breaking and entering into a radio yeah. station. Into a house. And then into and then a the house bomb. as well. And he's like... Yeah, right. Well, right. So he yeah. wasn't he was the one that pulled out the bomb, but he was certainly complicit yeah. <laughs> in that. There was just so much that Tyler was like, he's committed... Vehicle theft, vehicle property theft. damage. Right. Yeah. We're just like, he's committed so many like. crimes. And then we did the math on like what time it was. So yeah. he gets to that first toy store in the morning at 9 a.m., and then I think it was 9 a.m., right? Yeah, 9 a.m. when it opened. 9 a.m. And then from there, like we said, the parade probably earliest was at like yeah. 1 or 2. So that means that he literally did all of this within like four or five hours. Right. And we were like, what? Right. <laughs> Honestly, no windows were safe with this man. Like he broke many a window. None. But yeah, I, I completely agree. I was like, how is he like, how is he going through all of this? And then also he just has like an insane amount of cash on him and he like doesn't yeah. remember to get gas while he's going everywhere. And like, I don't know if you guys noticed, but some of the camera cuts were insane. There was one part, like the part where the guy runs up and he's like, Hey, they got a new shipment of toys at blah, 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 blah. And him and Sinbad like run to their cars and try to drive away or whatever. They literally cut to him clicking his like remote, getting in the car. They cut to him locking the door and then putting his key in the ignition. I was like, we don't need to see all of this extra stuff. <laughs> I feel like the camera crew was just like, oh yeah, let's get, let's get the action <laughs> shot, action yes. shot, action shot. <laughs> They were like, let's let everyone know he locked his car. Let, let's let everyone know he put the keys in the ignition. Like it, That part felt very reminiscent oh of gosh. like watching an old school Batman movie where it's like, he's turned on the power thrusters. Now he's locked the yeah. door. Now he's buckled it. Like, it's very like action movie. Right. Like he's an action hero. And not only that. Well, yeah. that is what the movie is about. <laughs> yes. About yes. Turbo yeah. Man. And spoiler alert, he does become Turbo Man at the end. Yeah. So <laughs> there is that sort of just overarching corniness. And yeah, it doesn't right. totally lean into it the whole movie mm -hmm. but i mean definitely by the end the when the news reporters yeah. are like oh no looks like it's the end of civilization <laughs> as we know it turbo man is lost <laughs> i liked them they were a lot of fun they were very funny i also loved his son's captain america wallpaper did you guys notice same that? i pointed that out the second it came on screen i was like captain america i, I would have never like, noticed that if steph didn't point it out i was like you gotta be kidding me i would have had chris evans wallpaper in a heartbeat as a kid if i could <laughs> for different reasons yeah. I think than the little boy the not even Captain America just Chris Evans uh, just Chris Evans <laughs> we were also pointing out the little boy in it is Anakin Skywalker from the he first is. Star Wars <gasps> prequel movie I was wondering yeah. where I saw him yeah he's Anakin Skywalker oh my gosh that okay Thank you for resolving that because that was yes. going to drive me nuts. Yes. And I always recognize his face too because they originally cast him as Anakin Skywalker because they intended to have Leonardo DiCaprio yeah. play older Anakin. And then he ended up doing like Titanic or just like didn't, ended up just like not doing it. Right. And so then, or, you know, whatever his thing happened and they got yeah. Hayden Christensen. So he doesn't look like Hayden Christensen. Not but at he all. He sure does look like Leo DiCaprio. Yeah. Like very, very similar. Yeah. That would have been really good casting. Mm-hmm. Um, not that Hayden isn't, but Hayden is excellent. <laughs> yeah. Justice for Hayden Christensen. <laughs> um, the one thing that I thought was hilarious in this movie is the irony in the music choices. Yes. So when the people are fighting over the balls in the toy shop, 
it's the most wonderful time of the year plays or like when his yep. car breaks down all of a sudden you hear i'll be home for christmas and i'm like oh yes <laughs> it's amazing it's probably my favorite part about this entire movie I think my new favorite part, because the big Santa was my favorite as a kid, I think my new favorite part now is, like you said earlier, when he kicks the wise man's head through the front window, <laughs> and then it's like on fire in the yeah. snow, and his neighbor runs over and goes, Balthazar! <laughs> <laughs> I, was like, I don't know why that was so funny to right? me, but I was like, that's hilarious. Well, it's more sorrowful. It's like, Balthazar! Balthazar. <laughs> <laughs> it was so good. Oh my gosh. How did you guys like Sinbad's character? I thought he was hilarious. I used to think when I, when I was a kid, I used to think he was annoying. And yeah. I don't know. I thought he was like much funnier in this because I actually understand what he's saying now. Yeah. He's not just like the the enemy or like the sometimes friend, so, you know, the frenemy, I should say. Right. The frenemy of um, Arnold Schwarzenegger. He, now I'm like, oh, okay. I understand like what he's saying. I understand his jokes. I get his comedy. So now he's like actually kind of endearing to me. Well, yeah, yeah. He makes some adult jokes that you don't get as a kid no. when right. he's getting stomped on. He's yelling Rodney King, Rodney King. <laughs> right? And yeah. like, I didn't get that as a kid. Yeah. Nobody or no, right. I, very few kids would have gotten yeah, or that. Or he was like big time toy cartels. And I was yeah. like, oh I would God. not have gotten his that as a child. conspiracy theories. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Which, hey, he's right, though. <laughs> right? Tyler's subscribing to it. <laughs> Man was just ahead of his time. He was a visionary. <laughs> Not gonna lie, though, I kind of wish that he was, like, the main character of the movie. Like, he was a big role, but I kind of wish that that was the storyline, how, like, a male, a USPS worker just, like, steals a truck full of toys to get his son a Turbo Man. Like, that is so funny. Or just steals other people's Christmas packages out of the mail. Right. And also, I found it hilarious. Like, I don't know how technology was back then, but I was like, as a postage worker, wouldn't he kind of know where shipments of the toys were going? Like, if they were going through the USPS? It depends. Because a know. lot of stores put things through freight. So yeah. those go on, like, spe- like specific delivery trucks. I also forget that this was, like, 1996. And I feel like... 96. <laughs> I feel like technology <laughs> for tracking years. was not good back then. Yeah, no, no, no. It was just, um, it's in the mail. You'll get it when you get it. <laughs> <laughs> like, this... Uh, I feel like if this was made now, that would be hilarious. <laughs> like, yeah. <laughs> well, I did see when we were looking for Jingle All the Way that they did do yeah. a Jingle All the Way 2. Yeah, oh, we were talking God. about that earlier. Okay. It's with Larry the Cable Guy. Okay, yeah, miss me with that. Yeah. Because <laughs> we were saying how essentially it had bad critic ratings and bad audience reviews, technically. Yet it got a but, sequel. <laughs> but it got a sequel. And I'm like, was that like an insult because they cast it with Larry the Cable Guy? Yeah. Like, is it, was it supposed to be like, wow, this is terrible, so let's make it worse? Right. I mean, they were probably just like, it was probably really easy for the some producer to just swoop in and be like, oh, this is a really cheap and recognizable yeah. brand right. movie, and we're just going to spit out some Larry the Cable Guy comedy. I don't know. Hey, maybe it's funny. Maybe I it's don't not, know. But... Miss me. Yep. <laughs> I don't know. If I hit rock bottom, I might watch it. <laughs> Well, let's hope you don't get there. <laughs> so also, I'm not saying Ted and his son deserved for their Turbo Man to be stolen, but I'm not not saying that. Oh, they deserved it, 100%. <laughs> Ted was so creepy. He was so he cringy was so and uncomfortable. Weird. And Tyler, the whole movie, kept being like, this guy is every neighbor, like what you said. Every neighbor trope. He is like yeah. simultaneously both like the Ned Flanders that is like, how are you so perfect? Yeah. But also at the same time, right, you're the creep. 
And you're the one, right, you're the one that's, like, trying to, like, steal your wife. <laughs> right, like, he's kind of the villain. Yeah. Uh, and, but at the same time, he's also secretly has, like, his own problems, right? Like, he snaps at the kids yeah. uh, when, when left alone, when he's not trying to woo the wife yeah. uh, away, from, right. away from Howard. So, you know, it's he did a really good job as sort of that sort of character. I just thought it was a little bit inconsistent just because sometimes the tone of his character would change. Right. Where it's like, okay, yeah. this guy's angle is clearly that he's just trying to hit on the wife. Whereas other times right. it was like, oh, this guy's the sort of oblivious, like, you know, he's just being a really good guy and he's mm-hmm. oblivious to how he's making right. Howard feel. That So that tone and sort of their relationship it was just like, Kind of all over yeah. the place. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. And like you said, like how he was kind of yelling at the kids at that one point, like where he snapped. I kind of wish we had seen more of that because I feel like that would have made him more of a villain and more like of me rooting for Arnold Schwarzenegger's character. Because honestly, I didn't really root for Arnold the entire time. Neither. <laughs> I didn't either. Yeah. I was like, you're I had actually no remorse. kind of a bad dad and bad husband. Like you're yeah. actually kind of terrible. Yeah. But you're my number one customer. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, of course, at the end, he goes to Yeah, like, Yeah. He just, ends up as Turbo Man at the end. Yeah, of like, course. it all works out for him. But it's also, like, we've talked about this before, but we don't subscribe to the stupid, like, dad trope where he's like, oh, I yeah. just can't do anything right, but, like, I'm a dad. Like, I don't... And then everything works out. And everything works out. And it's, like, when yeah. the mom character is, like, doing literally everything. Yeah. It's like, come on. Honestly, though, the mom in this kind of kind of like annoyed me a little bit because she was so calm about everything yeah like, i was like lady she was you have the calm. Pa- she has the patience of a saint i was like yeah Whoo, girl yeah <laughs> like, she was like oh damn you howard and like just like walks off and i'm like are you kidding me you kidding? i would have been are you joking? i would have like searched him down and like I would have turned into Liam Neeson well it's like that part and then also when she's very clearly uncomfortable with the neighbor and yeah. I don't know if she's just it's just like the time when you were just like were nice and you just smiled and you were polite but like yeah. I would have been like literally get your hand off me like do not yeah. touch me this is not this is not a thing right I thought that her relationship with the neighbor like I feel like that could have been a scary movie so quickly yeah like, oh my god serial killer movie literally the part when he like hugged her when she had the apron on and he made the face yeah. over her shoulder I was like nah 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 yeah <laughs> like a whole movie about how the neighbor obsesses about this re- this relationship and this marriage and like kidnaps them see I would be yeah obsession like Christmas edition <laughs> yes and then like when they're in his living room and he stole the turbo man doll they're like I can't believe you stole the turbo man doll I'm like can you guys look around his literal living room is burnt on down. fire like- there's a reindeer in the kitchen busting down the door he broke the right. front window like <laughs> the only other note I have is that Jamie at the end drove me nuts first of all he was like danger oh no I must climb (laughs) you gotta go (laughs) I must climb to the top of a building and like dangle off of it I was like oh my god this is horrible and then when he's like I will never give you the doll and then at the end gives him the doll I was like no (laughs) wait are you really mad at at his selfless gift for Christmas because it wasn't for him it wasn't for Sinbad it was for his kid I know, but also if Sinbad gets locked up, is he allowed to give his son the toy? I'm sure that... Uh, or does it go into evidence? Find a way. <laughs> He'll figure it out. <laughs> it goes into evidence. It's Christmas. A whole other storyline. 
That's true. Sinbad is not seeing his kid for a very long time because yeah. he's on federal terrorism charges for planting exactly. a bomb. That literally went off. <laughs> exactly. And like almost murdering a kid. I can't even. All right. So for critic ratings, Jingle All the Way received 5.7 out of 10 stars on IMDb. A grueling 17% critic rating on Rotten Tomatoes, a horrible 38% audience score on Rotten Tomatoes, and one out of five stars on Common Sense Media. Wow. Yikes. Wow. Tyler, how you feeling? Um, I guess I guess I was sort of expecting this because I, one of you mentioned earlier already that it was a bit of yeah. a box office uh, disappointment. Yeah. So I guess I'm not too surprised, but I would be curious to read. I don't, I've never cared about critics, but I would be curious to read what the audience says if they agree with Lex's camp or they're just like, this movie needed to end. Like, (laughs) I wasn't entertained. I expected it to be low, but not that low. Yeah. 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 That's surprisingly low. Like 17% is low. (laughs) That's crazy. All right, well, now let's get into our rating. So we can rate Jingle All the Way on a scale from A-plus to F-minus. A-plus meaning this film is the best Arnold Schwarzenegger movie to date. It never gets old, and I still want a Turbo Man action figure. F-minus meaning this film is painful to watch. I agree with the critics for a change, and this film deserved to get sued, but for, one, killing some of my brain cells, and two, neglecting to produce a decent (laughs) storyline. Based on this rating scale, how would you rate Jingle All the Way? Um, I would probably give this a C minus. That's not as bad as I thought you were going to give it, honestly. (laughs) I just, like, I I can still watch this every year. Like, if it's on a watch list or something, like, it's on ours, obviously. But I I wouldn't turn to this, like, every year to watch for Christmas just to feel nostalgic. What about you guys? That's fair. Ty? I'm going to give it an A for nostalgia. I think that from from how it held up in my mind, basically everything was the same, but objectively removing that, I would give it a B. Um, it definitely doesn't ascend to, to me. The like modern Christmas classics would be like elf. Yeah. Elf is like the gold standard of like, well, it's not one of the OGs, but it certainly like is on the top of my list right. in terms of great Christmas movies. I wouldn't put it at the top, but I think it holds its own. Yeah. I think it's worth, um, right, I wouldn't have it on repeat because certainly at a certain point that humor collapses on itself. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but, uh, but you know, I'm, I'm pleasantly surprised except for the 90 CGI. Oh, God. The, most yeah. of the other stuff uh, held up pretty well. What about you, Steph? Yeah, I would give this a B. I think a solid B. I'm going after it as like a plot device and then also yeah. like the nostalgia of it. I'm going to just marry them in the middle and go with a B. Yeah. I think a B is super solid. I would absolutely... Rewatch it in the future if someone suggested it. I, I agree. I don't think it's something that I would immediately turn to as like a first choice for myself. But right. I love the humor in it. I thought it was fun. If yeah. we're at Tyler's parents' house and his dad wants to watch it, I will absolutely sit down and watch <laughs> it with him. Um, right. But yeah. I feel like if you take this for what it is, like it's it's fine. You know what I mean? Like it's not the best Christmas movie, but it's fine. Yeah. It's fine. Just don't expect too much. Yeah. For sure. All right. Well, thank you so much, Tyler, for joining us. My pleasure. Yeah, thanks, buddy. And I take back that I was going to kick your butt because we all (laughs) see how that went. (laughs) Edit that out. We'll cut that part out. (laughs) Yeah. All right, everybody. Be sure to check us out on Instagram at Chasing Childhood Podcast and on Facebook at just 
chasing childhood. As we said before, if you celebrate Hanukkah or Kwanzaa and want to share your traditions or want to correct us about something, please don't hesitate to reach out. We'd love to hear from you guys. Yep, and we will see you all next week for our last Christmas episode of this year. We are going to review the 1999 Disney classic, Mickey's Once Upon a Christmas. Ooh, I'm so excited. (laughs) I know, I'm very excited. All right, you guys don't want to miss it. And a special happy birthday to Steph. Oh, thanks. Uh Haha, you're old. (laughs) You turned old before (laughs) me. (laughs) All right. Thanks, everybody. We'll see you next time. Bye, everyone.